You're listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants more Supernatural content or anyone just starting the show. I'm Beth Brin. I'm Hannah Barrow. And I'm Abby Jo Morton. And we're your hosts. Let's jump in. Raising Perdition is intended for adult audiences, and our episodes may contain PG-13 and R-rated language. We advise listener discretion for discussions of violence, sexual assault, eating disorders, and other topics some listeners may find disturbing. We want to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Welcome back. You're listening to Raising Perdition. I'm one of your hosts, Beth. I'm here with my co-hosts, Hannah and Abby Jo. How are y'all doing? Good. How are y'all? Good, good. Today we have a very special guest, a returning guest, Pluto. Pluto, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. How are how- are you we're doing so good we definitely didn't <laughs> talk good. before the podcast started talking definitely. about how good we're doing yeah definitely <laughs> not, not assessing good. like the funny chaos that we were like we're good as if we i know i was about to be like whole life suck <laughs> lies <Everyone laughs> falling apart everything's falling but apart for the podcast like, sake we're great yeah we're doing great yeah. podcast wise so last time we talked to pluto they talked about their fandom introduction stuff like that if you want to hear that Go back to that one. We're not going to do that again. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. <laughs> oh, also, uh, last week we were getting Abby Joe to guess what this today's episode is about, and Abby was like, "I don't know," and we're like, "Well, Pluto's going to be on it," and so Abby Joe was like, "Well, then it's about vampires." <laughs> I was like, "Vampires, not not correct, but not incorrect. Also. Not completely yeah. wrong. That's what right. I was thinking as I was watching. I was like, "Oh, I'm not completely wrong." I thought I'm wrong. But... <laughs> I thought you would enjoy that. That's your legacy, Pluto. That yeah. Abby I love like raising tradition, at least. Yes. <laughs> so this week we are doing episode five of season four, Monster Movie. This episode was directed by Robert Singer and written by Ben Edlin. Robert Singer, of course, is one of our executive producers. He's around for the entire duration of the show. And uh, the last thing we saw from him was Long Distance Call in season three, um, episode fourteen. Ben Edland, last thing that we saw he wrote was Ghost Facers, episode 13 of season three. Danny. Yes. Um, so this episode takes place in Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. Right? Yes, is that how you pronounce it? Does. It? Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it's not I, I would say since it's not one of the weird ones like Conshohocken, you can just mm-hmm. you can just say it as it's spelled. Okay, that's what I thought, but I I just want to make sure we have a Pennsylvanian here with us today. So yeah, hi. That's also why I love this ep- part of why I love this episode because there's only like three episodes that happen in PA, and this is one of them. So we're in Pennsylvania, Oktoberfest. It's like October 2008. Crazy. Yeah. Oktoberfest takes place in October. Um, and. In this episode, <laughs> Dean and Sam investigate some murders at Oktoberfest. Witnesses of the murder said they were committed by a vampire and a werewolf. When a bartender named Jamie gets attacked by a Dracula, Dean realizes the shapeshifter is becoming monsters from Hollywood movies to terrorize the town. Jamie kills the shifter, and Dean and Sam are happy the job wrapped up fairly nicely. Yes. Way to go. I like them using Dracula as like a um, like a generalization of vampires, like a Dracula. I think that's very funny. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> just you know one of those dracula characters just a dracula <laughs> yeah, like, there's several a, of them 
like it started as one character and i guess now we're just like <laughs> if it looks like that it is a dracula and that's so funny exactly i mean if we really want to get into it like <laughs> if we want to get academic about it right off the bat we could start talking about the um what the fuck is the actual title of this um monster culture seven theses by jeffrey jerome cohen which who actually talks about that how like the monster actually never really dies like there's a quote that says no monster tastes death but once because like there's always going to be a new piece of media about it there's going to be a new like iteration of it so like it kind of does make sense to say like a dracula because there's not just a singular dracula anymore yeah yeah that's so smart okay so just to like to try and persuade Abby to like this episode, one, I think it is like the transgene thesis episode. Just to like right off the bat, I know this is like a haha Dracula reference, but when it zooms in on the sign that says like welcome to Pennsylvania, the lightning flashes and it says welcome to Transylvania. And I'm like, ha. Yeah. Trans. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Transylvania. Trans- <laughs> As I All I brief. thought of was Hotel Transylvania. Of course. That's fair. Oh, Another Dracula. Yeah. It is. We yes. love Hotel Transylvania. God, such good movies. I'm a Hotel Transylvania bitch. One, two, and three. I love oh, all of them. They're all so good. All right, let's get into our favorite moment. These are our favorite moments of this supernatural episode. Our favorite moments we're telling you now. What order do we want to go in? Well, Pluto, when do you want to go? Do you have a favorite moment? I do, but it's kind of silly. That's fine. Oh, yeah, mine too. So, favorite moments are always silly. <laughs> to, to preface, there's this really long Tumblr post that utilizes the Destiel confession meme um, beautifully that, like, I, every time I see it, I lose my shit over. Um, It's about how there are no wolves in Pennsylvania. And I only remember like the last Destiel meme of it that is just like, I love you. The Pennsylvania state government is gaslighting its citizens about native wildlife. (laughs) Um, Completely forget that this post opens with someone talking about this episode saying somewhat unfortunately I'm watching Supernatural and someone on screen just said there are no wolves in Pennsylvania I completely forgot that so when they're in the car making out and you hear the wolf howling and that douchebag is like there are no wolves in Pennsylvania I started hollering because all I was (laughs) thinking about was that fucking Tumblr post (laughs) (laughs) so I think that's my favorite my favorite moment because it just makes me laugh so hard Uh, my favorite moment is when they get to the town and Dean immediately beelines for a a big pretzel and says big pretzel and goes straight to it I love it so that's me when I get to Disney oh Oh, god so true I love a big pretzel a Mickey shaped pretzel a Mickey pretzel I just he's so excited yeah. about it and you know he's you know he just got out of hell he's ha- yeah. he, he deserves a big pretzel and to enjoy it and I also pretzel. like that Sam is just like indulgently looking at him like man that's my brother and he gets Sam a pretzel too that's very nice and mm. like if you want a good big soft pretzel like you go to Pennsylvania <laughs> that's literally where it was invented so I didn't know good that. choice on him. yes pretzel um, outside of pretzel, pretzel lore. Lore. I need like, to go pretzels? to Pennsylvania <laughs> just yeah. to get a pretzel <laughs> I thought you said pretzel, Pretzel. 
pretzels <laughs> woods. I wish I said Pennsylvania. <laughs> Dang it. That's hilarious. But like some brief, like not very deep and probably slightly inaccurate pretzel lore. Like pretzels were invented in some point in Germany. And then Pennsylvania um, as a state was like largely settled by German settlers, um, hence PA Dutch and whatnot. Um, at some point, like out either in Philly or just outside of Philly, like actually just outside of Philly, not just like when you're from some obscure small town vaguely in southeastern PA and it's just easier to say I'm from just outside of Philly they fucked with the recipe and like soft pretzels were born like there's like um it's like a museum Mm. now like I remember I went with my family and like made a soft pretzel there man sign me up it was a lot of fun I need to go I love soft pretzels Mm. if you want like some some good ones that aren't like Annie Ann's which are still good but like um I there's a pretzel shop in the Allentown Fairgrounds um that I am particularly fond of you can also get some good like Amish bakery items there as well or some um oh my god what are they called they're these fucking like cookie things that my mom loses her minds over all right kiffles they're called kiffles kiffles (laughs) no no kiffles yeah. What did you say? Pickles, like uh, like a pickle. Pickles. You just said okay. pickles. I thought you were like oh, pickles. pickles? <laughs> no, not I pickles. I have had those. You could yeah, also I'm get actually... pickles there too, though. Are they like cookies, though? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No. Abby. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you know. Mine's really silly. Go for it. Say it. Um, it's just uh, when. I forgot her name. Jamie. Wow, I'm Jamie. Just, like every man. Okay. Whenever Jamie um <laughs> and Dean are sitting in the bar after Sam leaves and he's like talking to her and stuff, the way he has like his arm around her and you can like see his hand on the other side of it. I was just sitting there like <clears throat> jaw dropped. I just thought it was so attractive. That was me when they start kissing. Watching him kiss, I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be the contrarian. I actually, like the end of the episode where it's just them kissing, I like wanted to punch him in the face, mainly because I hate hearing people kiss. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, just, like, please stop, That's fair. please. All right, Hannah, what's your moment? Um, My favorite moment is when they're first talking to Ed and Ed's like, he was a vampire. And Dean's like, by that you mean, and Ed's like a vampire. And then he's like, and he looked like, and Ed's like, he looked like a vampire. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so silly. <laughs> a vampire. He's like, I don't, I, I'm putting this like in the plainest words I possibly can. He's like, I don't know where I'm not communicating this to you. It was a vampire. Also, I don't know if this is the correct portion of the podcast to say this, but I do want to give Sam kudos for once um, because he did refer to Philadelphia as Philly. And I was like, that is correct. Good job. Wow. I'd like to take him down a notch and say his hair looks really bad in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> it does. You are correct. It looks not good. I don't think his hair looks good until like season eight. And that was the last time it yeah. looked good too. Yeah, it, it looks good for like a minute in season one, but it's because it's like young boy hair. It's kind of cute. Yeah, those cute like little bangs. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. nightmare. Uh, the priest in nightmare please say i'm doobie looking that's good on, i, like, even I have to admit that and the insurance 
agent the and the kids are all right. <laughs> one of the most important parts of raising tradition is braiding their hair. That's what we love to do. And and unfortunately, unfortunately to Sam, Dean keeps his hair almost the exact same, especially in the beginning. So like, yeah, I will say his (laughs) hair looks really good this season. Is it a spoiler to say I don't like his hair next season? No, I don't be a spoiler. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Pluto's just like treading. (laughs) I'm terrified. But yeah, I hate Dean Winchester's hair in season five, and like oh. it's it's on thin fucking ice in season six. <laughs> oh, I'll keep that up here. So we've got an old timey movie title card, and then we see the boys are driving into Pennsylvania. We get a welcome to Pennsylvania sign that flashes to Transylvania. Um, Sam and Dean are discussing their next case. The victim had a knot on neck, um, drained of blood, and there was a witness that says it was a vampire. Sam doesn't seem like he's too into it. He's like, you know, the world's coming to, in the, in, to an end. Do we really have time for this? And Dean's like, well, you know, we can't solve that today. But, you know, we can just go chop off some vamp heads. Just like the good old days. You know, just monster of the week cases. And so that's what they do. Um, and Dean says, this is a straightforward black and white case. Kind of like the filter of the episode. So um, I love that this episode was filmed in black and white. So just like to start like why this is one of my favorite episodes is I think it's such a beautiful like how do you say homage or whatever to like uh what are essentially the origins of horror cinema of the universal monster movies of the early 20th century and so I think it's like so because this was like when it we thought it was winding down to an end right and so they were just like I just think it was like a very fun but also like beautiful way to like pay respects to its origins because there's like all these little easter eggs throughout the episode starting with like the introduction and even like the um what the fuck is it called the music in the background the score (laughs) what is the the score (laughs) (laughs) um also I love the welcome to Pennsylvania sign because there's not a single welcome to Pennsylvania sign in this entire goddamn commonwealth that looks like that. Um, Also, (laughs) I just I just like when they're in states I'm familiar with because I can be like, that is not that state. That is not what we look like here. First of all, not enough potholes on this road. Second of all, we (laughs) don't have that many like pine trees. (laughs) yeah they're very much in Canada yeah. very much in Canada <laughs> and Canada cannot pass as Pennsylvania successfully no it can't no. it's so far especially like Vancouver it's so far away from that area yeah yeah <laughs> but you know yeah. they try <laughs> if you put a sign it's fine yeah it's like this is Pennsylvania I don't, I don't know what you're saying what's the question yeah. the sign says sign <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of funny, Dean, talking about, like, let's get back to those good old monster of the week cases. The apocalypse is huge. Let's let's just not think about it. Yeah. He said, I, we don't have an answer for that right now, so let's <laughs> out of outside, out of mind. Yeah. Abby's kill least them. favorite yeah. episodes. Let's get to the episodes Abby doesn't like that are not plot heavy. I know. I just... That's so funny because so many people only like Monster of the Week episodes. And Abby's like, they're not for me. I want... Like, there's no plot. I want drama. It's not driving the further plot. (laughs) What's the point? I think I'm just so used to watching, like, 
so many, not so many shows because like I do watch a lot of shows that don't like drive the plot every episode, but like when I watch now, yeah, like like the streaming mindset, like the seasons are so much shorter. Something happens in every. Yep. Even whenever I I watch like the Vampire Diaries, though, like it was constantly driving the plot. Every episode was very plot heavy, and so I think that's just like what I'm used to. And so whenever I get one that's not about plot, I'm like. Well, it's like this feels like mm-hmm. a filler but it's not a filler <laughs> but it feels like one because I'm so used to watching plot heavy yeah. episodes so I think monster of the week episodes are great for like character development arcs versus plot arcs right um like we get a lot of character development from Dean in this episode so like plot about the apocalypse not so much but like I like <laughs> Like Dean said, it's big. We got this weird angel in a trench coat that just pops up sometimes telling me I need to like do some shit from God. Like I kind of just want to deal with a vampire right now. And that's so, so fair. fair. Yeah. So fair. I get it. <laughs> like, okay, so Sam and Dean pull up into the town and it's the town is celebrating Oktoberfest. So we see a lot of people wearing costumes um dean's like we need to go see that new raiders movie and sam's like oof i've already seen it and dean's like you saw it without me and sam's like you were in hell um but then that's this is whenever dean gets excited about the pretzels um and he runs and grabs them and then we see a pretty woman walk by and we look up and down her um <laughs> we don't but the camera do um <laughs> and the boys do and the boys do yeah yes, um they, do. they walk over to the sheriff and they're like introduce themselves and the he t- the sheriff takes them to see the victim's body um her name was marissa wright and she has like two holes in her neck that look exactly like a vampire bite um and the sheriff says that ed brewer was the witness he's like but he's not exactly reliable yeah, which is so ed. funny especially since we learned that he only moved to town like a month ago and they're like he's like how- so unreliable yeah he made a name for himself yeah he's so as weird. unreliable <laughs> so um, i would weird. like to say we watch we see sam eat he takes a bite of the pretzel way to go sam good for him i know proud of him Eating how can you not eat a pretzel if it's shoved in your face right you know <laughs> and those looked like they were like good like buttery yeah. pretzels too yeah, they looked really good they did even- look really good even Sam can't resist a soft pretzel. No. Yeah. yeah. Not even him. <laughs> I am really annoyed with Sam when he's like, I saw Raiders without you. I know. <laughs> like, he probably went with Ruby. All, <laughs> <laughs> you think Ruby and Sam are just going to the movies? Yes. Uh, who else did he go with? He does, yeah, he doesn't have friends. <laughs> I think he's like teasing Dean, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> maybe laughing. I'm still so, so mad over. at Sam. Clearly, because I should. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. that was the one with Shia LaBeouf in it, right? Yeah. It's like the Hold Crystal on. Skull one. Yeah. The two holes in the victim's <laughs> neck being like, Dean's like, that's not, that's not a vampire. Someone just yeah. stabbed her in the neck <laughs> like twice. Yeah, so I'm like the hell. And the sheriff is like, this is some Anne like, Rice devil worship shit. No, <laughs> like, okay, wait, no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so, so 
my little brain ticked off. So it could just because like this is during Oktoberfest and off the like obviously like Pennsylvania Dutch area. Um, but the sheriff's last name, he's like Sheriff Dietrich, which like brings to mind me, um, Marlene Dietrich, who was like a very famous like film star, like starlet of like the era around the Universal Monster movies. And like she was very popular in like the Weimar Republic film and like New German film or whatever. Um, also a queer icon. And then Sheriff Dietrich sharing last name with queer icon Marlene Dietrich then goes on to talk about specifically Anne Rice vampires, not Bram Stoker vampire, Anne Rice vampires is to me, um, and this is a bold statement, making the queerness of this episode go from subtext to text because this is from the same source I quoted before. Let me see if I can actually fucking find it. Oh, yes. Um, so this is, again, from the seven theses on monster culture. Anne Rice has given the myth of modern rewriting in which homosexuality and vampirism have become conjoined, apothesized, that she has created a pop culture phenomenon and the process is not insignificant. So the fact that, like, he specifically mentioned, like, something that is very known to be, like, the yeah. gay vampire shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They really just are like sprinkle that in for fun. Right. Always that one person in the writing room who's like, let's make yeah. it really gay. And everybody else let's just doesn't so realize. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm basically saying this is a queer monster directly because I'm comparing him to Anne Rice vampires who are gay as shit, but like you're not gonna catch up on that because it's a bunch of straight guys. Yeah, but right. they don't know who Anne Rice is. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> What I want to know is if this is before or after Anne Rice, like, basically almost made fan fiction illegal. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dean and Sam go to the bar. The bar in town. (laughs) The only one. It's popping. I'm assuming it's the bar. (laughs) Yeah, it's gotta be. So busy. It's the only one they go to, so I I don't know. Um, (laughs) They'd be so busy since it's Oktoberfest, if they're the only bar. Oh my god, I know. It's a lot of beer. Yeah, that Jamie needs a break. She does, and Lucy's only there part of the time because the rest of the time she's murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, How much help is she really? <laughs> right. Um, but at this bar, they find Ed, who is the unreliable source about what happened to Marissa. Um. And also the pretty woman that walked past them earlier that they both stared at is at the bar and she works there and her name is Jamie. Um, and she points to Ed, uh, Ed out to them because they're looking for him and she doubts that they're uh, feds and Dean is so cringy. <laughs> he's like, he's I'm so... Maverick. One thing I don't play by, the rules. I hate the rules. him for this. I hate it. I'm like, Dean, him so much for Stop this. it. I wanted to <laughs> shake him just to get him to shut up i was like this is i know like second embarrassment to it the for best. some reason it works with jamie but oh my god like oh it wouldn't work god. with me I'd be, I'd, like, I'd be like no yeah like i don't know what you're saying yeah i don't know what you're saying <laughs> those sure are words coming out of your mouth yeah i'd be like, like you have to be joking because that's like it's just not yeah, i would just be like ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> Anyway, a fed wouldn't fucking say there. that. No. <laughs> oh, a regular fed. <laughs> yeah. 
that is kind of how Jamie is though. She's like, okay, mm, whatever, yeah. like go, please leave. Um, yeah. and so they walk up, they go up to Ed and he doesn't want to talk to them. Cause he's like, you're not going to believe me. And he is just drinking like one after the other. He, this, this made me crack up because that fucking like Stein is bigger than him and he just yes. keeps fucking just opening it, taking a sip, and then making sure to close the <laughs> and he does it like three times. I know. Yeah, Such a does. fun prop. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> like I'm gonna have the time of my life with this. Like I know, it's so cute. I wonder how many times he got to do that. He got to <laughs> take this massive stein and drink out of it so cute but yeah so he's like y'all aren't gonna believe me and sam and dean are like we're not like other cops (laughs) i swear we're gonna believe you (laughs) we're not like other girls we're not like like them and it's like well i was leaving uh and i cut through the park like i always do and i saw the victim i thought it was two people just making out at first but then i realized no she was getting her neck bitten <laughs> I was gonna say such, but that sounds not closer to closer to what I said first. So um and he's like, it was a vampire. And they're like, this is when he's like a vampire, and he's like, Yeah, it was a vampire. What did it look like? It looked like a vampire. Um, he's like <laughs> he's like, it was the full-on Dracula. And um Dean's like a Dracula, and he's like, Yeah, I had the accent too, and he does the accent. Uh, he was like the cape, the accent. He even did like the, the hand motion. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Ed is like very excited to have seen a vampire. Yeah. He's like, this He's is like, really a vampire. Yeah, it was a vampire. It's really crazy. Good stuff for me. Huh? Um, and then Jamie, we we like go over to Jamie and her coworker Lucy, and they're like watching um Dean and Sam talk to Ed, and Lucy's like he's crazy basically and jamie's like he's not crazy he's just like weird and lucy's like you just say that because he has a crush on you and he tips you 20s or something like that um and then i want to see blocks- i want to i want to know where that man is getting money to tip 20s when he runs like a movie theater or yeah something. right and it looks like he lives in the theater maybe that's why he has 20s he's not paying rent <laughs> it's could be sleeping could at, be. His, at his job at the keyboard yep and then lucy blots her lipstick on a napkin and right now it just doesn't seem important but it is so <laughs> it is yeah we will note it we, we, we have to note it each time <laughs> yeah. unfortunately it's a really weird it, thing to do they <laughs> make it so it? obvious that we need to know that because she does it every time she's on screen and they like focus on her doing it and it's like yeah. i know you're not just trying to impart like beauty tips to the the female viewers right now like when sam sees it i forgot about the napkin and when sam sees it at the bar and like does a double take i'm like it's just a freaking napkin sam like he's disgusted he's like who blotted their lips and left their nasty napkin on the bar disgusting (laughs) it is gross that she just leaves them laying around i I I don't really get it honestly she's just like and she's like all right, I'm done with it. That's for Jamie to deal with. What, Abby? I said, I think I missed the importance of them. Like, I we'll saw each it. time she did it. And but you don't, I don't understand why they I don't did it yet. I remember we'll why. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> just watched the episode like minutes ago. Literally, just literally minutes ago. processing the information. It's fine. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You'll get it. 
Um, Ed is a goofy guy, you know? I feel like his actor plays him very well. It's just... Yeah. He really is weird. Especially (laughs) later when Sam finds him in the theater. Yeah. Just a weird guy. Just a weird guy. I like to play the Casio. I know. I just want to play the Casio. (laughs) (laughs) Not even an organ. It's just a keyboard with an organ sound. That's hilarious. That is funny. I did put organ in the outline. Because I was watching this at 1.5 speed and I did not go back to correct it. That's okay. So. That's okay. <laughs> I did it for Ed. I, I did it for Ed. He wants it to be an organ. It's an organ. It's an yes. organ. And that scene was a reference to the Phantom of the Opera 1925. Love. Um, I do think it's like they probably couldn't actually get music from the Phantom of the Opera, but they're playing like a Bach piece over like he's in the Phantom of the Opera. Like it'd be funnier if it was like the Phantom of the Opera. It would. I know. Yeah. I forgot it that was they close can't do enough. that. It was um, close. And I was expecting to hear Phantom yeah. of the Opera. And I was like, damn, Instead, that would have been cool. Like, Chicago There's and no way. It's like scary. Already right. a spooky. Pe- like it's used in horror all the time. But mm-hmm. yeah. Phantom of the Opera the is just. It slaps. It's different. It hits like, different. It was hard. Exactly. It used to be. had it as a stance mm-hmm. tune in college. I loved playing it. And well, actually, I didn't play it. I just listened to other people play it and held the instrument up to my mouth. Oh, for sure. I, that is so relatable. <laughs> That's yes, crazy. it is. That is <laughs> that was me. Okay. Uh, scene four. Dean goes back to the bar. He asks Jamie for a beer, and she's like, "Are you off duty?" And he's like, "More than off duty, whatever that means." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're more than off duty, but that's fine. Um, Sam picks up Lucy's napkin, looks disgusted by it. Um, and then he's like, you know, I don't think this is our kind of case. And Dean agrees. Um, but he's like, who cares? The room's paid for. It's Oktoberfest, beer and bar winches. Um, and Sam's like, yeah, I don't think women nowadays like to be called bar winches, Dean. And he's like, oh, really? And he's like, hey, bar winch, where's my beer? And she's like, come in, good skirt good sir or whatever she says i hate that um i hated that so much because it's like she's at her fucking job she works in customer service she's not going to tell you to fuck off for being a sexist prick like of course she's going to go along with it like this is her livelihood exactly like i feel like they're trying like it's Oktoberfest. everyone's having such a fun time but i'm like jamie's she's still just trying to make her bag (laughs) right Jamie but, is at okay. her job right now. Maybe you should stop flirting yeah. with her. Yeah. <laughs> Which he won't. Um, no. so he won't. We're going no. to keep talking about that. He won't. Um, she comes over. She gives Dean his beer and she asks Sam what he wants. And Dean's like, oh, he doesn't drink. He's a Christian scientist. Uh, he doesn't even take aspirin. He's a real drag on stakeouts. And I'm like, Dean, what are you what? doing? <laughs> I really don't understand, but okay. He's um, been in hell for a little bit, and this is the first time we've seen him hit on a girl. He lost his game. He, he, he really he's, did. He's really <laughs> is off his game. And, like, also, he hasn't gotten to make fun of Sam in 40 years, so, like, <laughs> he's got to get it in. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, he's like, you know, I just I had this encounter with a man, and I'm really thrown off by that, so I'm going to yeah. have to, like, I literally put. Women. I put in my notes how interesting that we see Dean hitting on a girl now. <laughs> Whenever two episodes ago we saw a gay little angel sit, Chris not crisscross, gay sit his on leg. his bed. Yeah, he gay, gay sat on his it. bed. Wait, we got <laughs> the right. gay we sit. We got to the gay sit episode. We, the, yeah, that's what you're dreaming of. Yes, yes, two, uh, three. But this this scene where they're talking, um, this is like why I part of why I think it's like a trans teen thesis episode 
because he's he specifically says I've been rehyminated two times in like the same sentence. Yeah, right. and that's just simply not. I how that don't works. like this. <laughs> right? No, I. It's not good. You're right. Oh, okay, I, I just oh. want to make sure because that's not like virginity is a construct. Yeah, yeah, that's but, not. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do. Uh, yes, virginity is a social construct. Hymens have nothing to do with it. <laughs> like this, like disclaimer, disclaimer. I don't yes. even believe in virginity. <laughs> like, right. But the but Dean would and him saying that is but Dean would. Yeah. And the men writing it too. <laughs> right. 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 I just literally don't understand writing this sentence for Dean to say. It right. doesn't make yeah. and unless trans like unless right. unless we really are in trans or uneducated men we, or <laughs> like i don't the only thing i think you'd actually just think his penis has a hymen <laughs> it's a foreskin is oh my yeah. god <laughs> oh my god i hate that oh my god wait oh my god <laughs> It could Wait, be. I mean, just think about it. Even if he was, what uh-huh. is it called? Not castrated. Circumcised. Circumcised. Circum- not <laughs> castrated is a little too far. Circumcised. And then if when Cass rebuilds his body, he comes back. He's not circumcised anymore. Oh my god. Dean really and just Dean's- thinks that that's what it is. Dean just we know that the American sex education is poor, and he was moving around too much to get he didn't any go to school. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, that man God. did not receive anything. That's why Sam's looking at him like that. John didn't talk to him about it. That's why Sam's yeah. like, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Sam knows. Sam it's learned in all of his one hundred and one class. He I, had sex ed one hundred and one. I totally, <laughs> I totally like stand with people who who read Dean as trans. Like that's. But also, this is funny. Yeah, <laughs> funny. Just, yeah. Like, just like to make jokes. That's yeah. all. It's a little jokey joke. Because, like you said, like John sure as fuck, like was not giving him the talk. In fact, like a, paratextually, um, officially, official paratextually, like I feel like the closest John ever got to ha- giving Dean the talk was having him go salt and burn those two gay nuns when he was seventeen. Um, so maybe he really just does not actually get it. <laughs> Yeah, bless. no. Bless him. He probably doesn't. Bless his heart. Abby, uh, Pluto's referring to, there's John Winchester's journal. Um, it's like a book that is loosely tied to canon. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, it's like, I think it's like a, like official merchandise, but like, it's not like, it, it, it all happens pre-canon. Yeah. So... It, you can say either way it's not canon or it is canon it doesn't matter because it doesn't really oh why i say paratextually is like it just can influence your reading of the canon text in this moment or well maybe not just <laughs> it's actually really sad um, it's, so sad. It's, just, it's so sad because it's his first solo hunt on his 17th birthday and it's to kill gay people and it's like i wonder why john did that <laughs> yeah and and John Abby John specifically writes in the journal that he you know is gifting Dean the solo hunt but then gets to spend more time with Sam yeah I know (laughs) it's Dean's birthday it's Dean's birthday 
Oh, and he yeah. isolates him. It's fuck. So anyway, um, <laughs> fuck yeah. John Winchester. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Where's my hat? Okay, so he's been rehymenated. Jamie blows him off, uh, saying like, hey, I actually have plans tonight. I told Lucy I'd hang out. Also, no self-respecting bar wench goes out with her customer on the first try. So try tomorrow. But I mean, she's she blows him off, but in like, she's still interested. Yeah, she's you know? like, right. it's not like Jamie. a rude blow off. It's like, yeah. a, next time. I like Jamie um, because she's one of the few women in the show that feels like an actual person. Yeah, yeah I true. like Jamie. Too. She has an actual personality. Except for yeah. when she finds out about monsters and she's just like, they're real. Okay. <laughs> like, I feel like I'd be like, I know, but like still. Well, I feel like after seeing what she saw, she was like, fuck it. She's still kind of in shock. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Dean tells her, he's like, Well, I wish that were I could do that, but we're probably gonna be leaving tomorrow. And she's like, Oh, is the case not weird enough for you? And he's just like it's actually not weird enough. It's too. It, yeah, she says, "Is it too? Is, weird is it for too you? weird?" Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Um, yeah. and he's like, "I wish it's actually not weird enough." <laughs> and she's like, "Hmm, okay." And then the night's <laughs> over. Whatever that yeah, means. Yeah. Um, we see a couple, and they are making out in a car, and um, their names are Marie and Rick. Um, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he calls her and Marie later. It says, Mar- oh, it says like Marie on the thing, but it, to me, it sounded like he said Mary. Yeah, I agree. And so it I was like, like he says Mary. Um, but she hears a, a, a wolf sound, and Rick's like, don't change the subject. I hate like, him. we, I, yeah, he's hate the worst. Rick, so because much. they're kissing. Because and they're Rick off. is. Yeah, because they're kissing. I like, Don't am morally subject. opposed to kissing. And Rick says some really <laughs> gross things, and he's a liar. Uh-huh. And he's like, "This is what can happen to a man if we don't have sex." And blah blah blah. blah. Like, blue balls are real. Disgusting. Like you could kill me right now. And she's right. Like, okay, no. die. <laughs> me and Abby both are like, okay, die. Okay, die. Yeah, die then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyway, they. This scares her because she's like, "I don't want you to die." So she goes back to kissing him, and. Couldn't be me. She keeps hearing something stalking the car, and she's like, "I really hear something." And he's like, "He's like, Emory, there aren't aren't wolves in Pennsylvania," and <laughs> immediately gets dragged out of the car by wolf. So, so get fucked, Rick. Jokes on Jokes you, on Rick. <laughs> My exact notes were: I just don't think that's true that there aren't any wolves in Pennsylvania. <laughs> like, it's just not. But the state <laughs> government. <laughs> it was just so funny. Um, when I saw this, I was like, you know what? I support gay rights and gay wrongs. Like, you know, should, <laughs> yeah. should the where, should the shapeshifter be killing people? No, but Rick can get absolutely fucked. Oh, yes. for sure. Yeah, for he, sure. He chose well with Rick. He chose yes. well with Rick. Yeah, sure. I saw a um, I saw a sign in White House that said, I think I told Hannah and Beth about it, but it was like, I'm pro life for women, and I was like, <laughs> yes, let's just kill all the men, and that's how I feel about Rick in this moment. <laughs> Yeah, Rick, Rick <laughs> I'm is... pro life for everyone except for Rick. <laughs> yeah. Rick's gotta go. <laughs> Instead of like no. Earl's gotta die, it's like Rick's gotta die. Rick's gotta yes. die. Rick is I truly just... one of the worst characters that Disgusting. has appeared in this so far. Yeah, really horrible. 
I do love that like for once like this does feel like a bit of a like a subversion of like like the couple having sex getting murdered for having sex because it was just the mm-hmm. guy that got murdered um and the girl for survived once. for once for, for once, once. I, think I was gonna be so happy about that we have a final girl like um but rick bit rick dead now oh and yeah he's my rick <laughs> oh and rick dead was like big time ripped mm-hmm. to shreds so. ripped to shreds and Anne marie is not upset about it at all no she's no i I love her in that scene. My only note for scene six is the people in this town are definitely weird enough to be from PA. <laughs> like she's just slurping on her giant drink. Like, Queen behavior. It was a werewolf. That yeah. Is, so yeah, that's some yeah. PA shit right there. I'm not- <laughs> yeah. So Sam and Dean like ask her about it, and she's like, "Yeah, it was a werewolf." She's just very normal about it. Um, and then they're like seems like this is weird like why is this also movie like um so they go to see rick's body which is like we said torn to pieces but the heart's still there which is not what a werewolf would do um and some fibers on the body came back as wolf hairs which is not what a werewolf would do either and dean's like i'm getting a headache (laughs) which is just like so dramatic of him he just needs a little coke or something some caffeine some caffeine <laughs> yeah <laughs> not much to say over that yeah. way just to go Anne Marie just being like oh well yeah she's like moving I, she's like I looked it up after he died I looked up everything he was saying he was lying he was lying so, to yeah us. so he deserved <laughs> to <get fucked>. um <laughs> But not in the fun way that was coming to him the shapeshifter could have done a little bit of research and taken the heart out just yeah. a little bit of research on werewolves in the lore yeah. Well, what I'm an curious ounce of research. Is if like they took the heart out in the Wolfman, because it seems like that's what that was the mm-hmm. movie he was referencing in that. Oh right. I, see, yeah. I was gonna watch all of these movies, and then I did not. But it probably would have helped if had I did. Um, because <laughs> we didn't maybe, either, so it's fine. <laughs> maybe in this world, like that is like a super secret piece of like supernatural lore that like werewolves eat hearts and like the wolf man werewolf doesn't i don't fucking know it could be just that it could be that's true Mm -hmm. so how would he know how would the shifter right so they go back to the bar and dean says they've stumbled upon a midnight showing of dracula meets wolfman because he's frustrated with the case because it makes no sense um and Sam's like, well, the Wolfman seems real enough, which makes Dracula more plausible. But Dean's like, okay, but actual werewolves don't grow wolf hair. Like, it doesn't make sense, Sam. <laughs> None of it does. Um, Jamie drops off their beer. She says she heard about Rick's death. Um, Dean says, yep, their case just got weird enough, so they're sticking around. Jamie's like, okay, well, beers are on me. Also, by the way, I get off at midnight. So they make plans. Um and then we zoom in and see Lucy blotting her lipstick in the background again. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, got to track that. Her lipstick. She loves lipstick and she loves blotting it and leaving the napkins everywhere. Mm-hmm. It does. <laughs> uh, Dean wonders out loud if this Dracula could turn into a bat because that would be really cool. Oh my god! I I'm sorry. I just had a bit of a little 
so when I was in college, I took this class called Weimar Culture, and we were just obviously learning about like culture and shit in Weimar Germany, the Weimar Republic, which is Germany now. Um, and I wrote one of our like big projects, like big papers about like makeup in silent movies and like um how it was used to convey like character tropes or whatever and i'm now realizing that like that like lucy and jamie are like the virgin and the vamp mm-hmm. so like just the way that they're like styled like jamie having the, like the darker makeup and the dark lipstick that shows up black on screen while lucy is very much more jamie is very much like softer <laughs> and like natural switch on yep switch them in post please um <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah. It's completely cut post. up that audio. Switch them in post, because, please. Like, it's I, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they're really just tell. They're really. They're still. Oh, that's just a fun little detail of this. Like this episode, following the rules of old, like old timey movies of black and white movies of like how to convey like character archetypes through makeup when you don't have like the ability to actually show color it's like okay you have to find the colors that like look dark on screen and then to find the colors that like look life and be able to like still have that makeup show up the lighter colors but still also not be like in your face like madonna versus whore you know yeah i have a really quick question Mm -hmm. okay were some of the scenes in color no no it was entirely in black and white. My brain made it in color. When I think <laughs> back to it, her hair was like, like I know the color blonde it was. Yeah. And like, I know the color of the bar, like the the booths in the bar. That's weird. Like, yeah. When I'm <laughs> seeing that now, it's in color. Yeah. No, that's your brain fucking with you. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, that's part entirely of why, in black like, and white. I think that's partially why, like, movies didn't, like, just because they were in black and white, they didn't, like, die out. Because you your brain can just supply, like, all the rest of the pieces. That is just like, crazy. And, like, Lucy had red hair. Like, dark red hair. Yeah. Yeah. Ow. I think it's also, like, why you can, like, restore, like, black and white film to color. Because you can, like, tell by the shades. Like, there's, like, a science behind, like, how color shows up on different types of, like, black and white film. So you can, like, yeah. and I think we just, like at some point our lives consumed like a certain amount of black and white media and you're able to like transpose that into like what would it look like now yeah, yeah. that's crazy that it is crazy. my brain just like i had to ask because i'm only seeing it in color now because i had to be like brains. am i brains, crazy man. i am brains be fun yeah you're not crazy brains are brains brains so cool. <laughs> talk about brains oh am I so right? much brains <laughs> Okay, so they're, or not there. We are at a local museum. <laughs> they are not. We are. They're not there. Um, and there is a security guard there, and he's on the phone. He's like, were you expecting a delivery? Because there's this old Egyptian thing, like a mummy thing. I don't know. He's being, I don't know. He's confused. But the, then we see. A sarcophagus. Yeah, yeah sarcophagus. Yes, thing. but I feel like he didn't say the word sarcophagus. No, he doesn't. Oh, okay. Because, like, yeah. But. While he's on the phone and has his back turned, we see the mummy lifting the lid off of the sarcophagus. I don't know if you call it a lid, but that's what I think it is. And then <laughs> getting out, and he attacks and kills the security guard. He 
choke him. And then we see now, now they are at the, the local museum. Um, and Sam looks at the sarcophagus and he's like, this is not like some old Egyptian thing. This is from a prop house in Philly. <laughs> and Dean, Dean picks up a little bucket of dry ice inside the sarcophagus. And he was like, and there's a bucket of dry ice. Like, this is a nice touch. <laughs> like he really was going for the theatrics here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dean is, he hurries because he looks at his watch and he sees that he's late for his date with Jamie. And so he's like, Sam, you good with this stuff? And Sam's like, yeah, I'm good. And he's like, okay, bye. And he dips. It's a late night for for a case, you know? It is. Yeah. He wasn't I expecting. Crime never When sleeps. he told Jamie at midnight, when he told Jamie he could get with her at midnight, he wasn't expecting. A mummy. A mummy. <laughs> a mummy. Why would he? be expecting that right the practical effects in this episode were like so good because that mummy was fucking terrifying yes what i do want to know though how did the shifter pull off levitating out of the sarcophagus like that (laughs) there are wires like sam (laughs) he set it all up (laughs) i don't know like i'm so impressed by him but just the little bucket of dry ice, I was like, can that it's actually the, produce that much yeah. right. smoke? I don't, I don't know all the properties of dry ice, but like it was a significant it was, amount. It was. And it was still. It was still bubbling. Going over when Dean picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, but he he really <laughs> did set set the scene. The shapeshifter did. So yeah. yeah. You can't fault actor. him for that. No, he's he's an actor, Abby. You're exactly right. He was just he's being dramatic. Guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then like Abby said, Dean was late for his date with Jamie. So we see Jamie and she's waiting for Dean, and then she's like, Well, I guess I'm gonna leave <laughs> because he ain't here. Um, so she's walking, and then we see a guy dressed like Dracula following her, and he calls her Mina. Um, and he's like you're the perfect reincarnation of my beloved. Um, and so she runs because she's like scared. And then Dean's <laughs> suddenly there and he sees Dracula and he's like, you have to be kidding me. And so he punches him and um, it like hurts him. But then he like pu- goes to punch him again and it becomes a fight. But Dracula kind of get becomes the stronger one. Um and Dean gets pushed against the wall and then Dracula calls him Mr. Harker and he's like I'm sorry Mr. Harker Mina is mine and Dean's like I don't know what you're talking about but he's just gonna like fight and he grabs Dracula's ear and pulls it off and he's like ew um and so Dean goes to run after him but Dracula Dracula escapes on a moped of course (laughs) So he doesn't. That made me laugh so hard. (laughs) And Dean's face, he's like, in the wind. And then he has a little, like, we don't see it anymore, but there's a little beep beep. Yeah. Why did he do that? So I have thoughts about this scene. So this is also a part of it that makes me love this episode so much because I think it's just like such a special little thing of like, this Dracula is very obviously modeled after um, Bella. I'm going to butcher this Lugosi. name. Lugosi. Lugosi? I think it's Lugosi. Performance. Mm-hmm. That's how they Lug- pronounce it in Lug- season three. At least for. Okay. Then yeah. Um, from 
Dracula 1931, I believe. And like all the way down from like that shot where he's like talking to um, Jamie, telling him he's um, the reincarnation of Mina, like she's his Mm -hmm. bride and whatever of like the, um, I'm utilizing, it's called, um, I was going to say this wrong. Um, Chi, chiaroscuro it's a lighting technique to like um it's a dramatic lighting technique and it was one that was utilized in dracula 1931 um while he was like hypnotizing people um so for him to like it being utilized in this scene where he's trying to do the same thing to jamie but it's not working because this isn't a movie and he's not actually dracula but i was just like oh that's such a fun little like I just love these little references and shit and how they're ah, sprinkled in. That is really fun. I like that. Also, Mr. Harker is a reference to John Harker, who was Mina's fiance, but also like there's some homoeroticism between him and Dracula. So, Um, yeah. So it's very interesting to call Dean the the character who is represented to have, you know, relations with the woman, Mina, and also... Perhaps Dracula. Dracula. So, and it's also interesting because I'm pulling like this is from the same source, but it talks about how like um, the new kind of vampire invented by Bram Stoker. We might explore the foreign counts, transgressive but compelling sexuality, as as subtly alluring to John Harker as Henry Irving Stoker's mentor was to Stoker. So there's like a lot of levels of like this like this queerness goes deep. And I just love that they keep putting him like they might not tie him to the queer monster this episode, but they still make sure to tie him in some way to queerness in yeah. relation to the monster. Yep. Yeah, yep, they got to. <laughs> they have to. It's not really Dean Winchester if they don't. Yeah. <laughs> right. They got to make sure we know he's rehymenated specifically. <laughs> <laughs> yep and that in this in this monster movie he is the slutty bi basically good for him yep. yeah so we have a fancy intermission which is just the title card like intermission and then we move on to the next scene um, they used to do intermissions and in, like old-timey movies um sam meets them at the bar when dean informs him like hey look at this ear and Sam's like, that's gross. And he's like, yeah, touch it. And, <laughs> and so Sam touches it. And he's like, oh, shapeshifter. <laughs> Ew, um, gross. <laughs> and Dean also got a piece of Dracula's costume. And it's, I think it's from the same like prop house situation. So yes, it connects at all the, the uh, crimes together. Meanwhile, Jamie is like, so you guys are like the X-Files. Is that real? And Dean says the quote, the X-Files is a TV show. This is real, which is that ironic. fucking killed me. <laughs> so goofy. You guys are like Mulder and Scully. It's like, no. Yeah. Well, if they're Mulder and Scully, would that make Bobby their deep throat? I don't watch the X-Files. So Never mind then. <laughs> probably though. I'm, I'm sure it is. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just but, agree with you. Fun fact, the guy who plays uh, Samuel Campbell. Yeah, Samuel Campbell. Right. He is the director of the FBI in X-Files. I feel like it's like Supernatural's version of like Sebastian Stan being canon in the MCU because they reference Hot Tub Time Machine and Endgame. 
It's like this guy exists in yes. the MCU. Yes. And Supernatural. Yes. <laughs> yes. So funny. Oh, they tell Sam the shifter called them Mina and Jonathan Harker or Mr. Harker. And Sam's like, oh, well, they're characters from Dracula because Sam knows he's read Dracula. I Obviously. feel like Dean yeah. would know. He's... Dean would have read it. I do too. Or, but also, Dean's yeah. in the movie for sure. Like, yeah. Stupid. Absolutely. I agree with like, you. Even if he didn't see the 1931 one, he definitely saw like Francis Coppola's right dracula from sugar dracula like there's no way yes. this man doesn't know yeah i know that's so it's annoying. one of those instances where he just wants sam to feel smart that's yeah. so true he does do that <laughs> he does um and it just keeps giving sam this complex that dean yeah is doesn't stupid. know how and to he, read yeah <laughs> and sam's just like he's done he'll just like he's dumb, and then he'll just like casually whip out like fucking like yes Vonnegut quotes off the top of right. his head or yes. something and Sam's like what and Dean's like I fucking read like yes yeah but anyway I digress uh they asked Jamie you know like has anyone taken a new interest in you and she's like it's Oktoberfest there's literally so many new people I don't know oh but there is Ed um <laughs> <laughs> and they're referring to Ed the witness to the first murder and he works at the old movie theater and so Sam goes to take care of Ed and Dean stays with Jamie because obviously because yes, yes. poor ed i, I want to know his backstory i know i like ed we get ed who's like one of those goofy like side characters that kind of like progresses the plot of the episode and i like that he doesn't die unlike yeah, yeah. You know, like so many other <laughs> of our like little so side true. characters that that so we always true. end up really liking so good for ed Fred. He's just gonna go on drinking out of <laughs> massive steins and like <laughs> playing, his playing his whole life, playing his Casio, just living his little life. So I think the actor like knocked out of the fucking park. Like he mm-hmm. did so good. Yeah, he committed to the role. Yeah, he he's so good. Put his whole literal whole body into it. Like his whole body movement. Like I, he was mm-hmm. really good. He really yeah. sold the neurotic nerd who just likes <laughs> movies, but also like drinks out of massive steins for some reason yes he does i love him also he tried to stop a woman from being assaulted so like i'm really glad him. he didn't die yeah rick would never and that's why rick died and rick would never die. rick would have joined in and that's Ugh. that's why rick had to die okay so dean is telling jamie about how monsters are real and she's like you're not fbi are you and he's like no (laughs) what gave it away (laughs) tells him she's like so you just go around and you like kill all these bad things and like you just hunt all these bad things and stuff and he's like yeah pretty much and like he's feeling good about himself and she's like that must suck (laughs) and he's like oh I wasn't expecting you to say that um yeah he was like you know the last few years I've I did I have started thinking that way um and he's like and I had a and he pauses and he's like I guess a near-death experience he's like really 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 near real close <laughs> yeah real um, real close basically dead yeah uh, a near, I would tell that experience that lasted four months or 40 yeah, years depending so, on how you look at it yeah um and he's like it changed my perspective he says he saves people and he feels like it's a mission from God. Um, 
Maybe because you were told that by somebody. Uh, awesome. <laughs> like, Maybe because a funky, cute means. little angel in a trench coat told you that. Yeah. yeah. You think you you think you came up with that? You were told that. <laughs> um, but she asked, she's like, so are you like celibate because you're like a monk or something? And he's like, I hope not. <laughs> Which is such a, a funny thing to say. Like, like the way you know whether you are or not, but like I hope not. Uh, yeah, um, not like sure. something's just gonna physically <laughs> stop him from having sex <laughs> if he tries. Cass is just gonna show up and like <laughs> I what are you doing? I put in my notes, I would die if cats got blocked right here. How <laughs> like, funny. He's like, actually you are celibate. Yeah, and the Lord's work. Yeah, you're either having sex with me or you're not having sex at all. So sorry, that's from God. That's from God. Yeah, that's from God God. directly. That is from. (laughs) uh, I want to make a joke, but it's so spoiler heavy, so I won't. But like, thank you for for freaking. Thank you. I'm afraid. I'm sure it's very. But it would have been funny. (laughs) I'm sure it is. Um. Anyway, Dean says he hopes not. They start making out, and then Lucy comes in it's not it's not Cass unfortunately Unfortunately. um comes in and she's like oh sorry guys I I didn't realize you guys were here and she's like stands there personally if I walked in on people making out I would grab what I needed and I'd get out of there but clearly she has some other motives yeah um and she just like lingers around until Jamie invites her to stay and have a drink with them and Dean's like yeah stay have a drink with us he's annoyed because now Lucy (laughs) has cock blocked him yeah. So Sam shows up to the old theater where Ed is set to work. And Ed is playing the Casio, but it sounds like an organ. And it's very dramatic. It is um, Bach, Toccata, and Fugue. Spooky. When you think of organ, a lot of times I think this is, this is what I would probably think of. Um, for horror organ. Horgan. Um, and Sam <laughs> comes up behind him and like... <laughs> Abby is also again checked out because she didn't laugh at that. I'm sorry. Hannah said Horgan, Abby. As horror <laughs> organ. <laughs> I need you to say checked in. I'm sorry. Two. When you don't all three laugh, it's not, it doesn't hit the same. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. So Sam <laughs> jumps Ed because um, he's like, he thinks he's the shifter of course and he's like i know what you are and ed's like so confused um and sam's like trying to pull his ear off and he says it's supposed to come off and ed says no it's not no it's really not Which i don't know if you know this but reason. ears are not supposed to come off it is yours? very funny he's like does your ear come off it's not it's supposed to <laughs> i think that is so funny that took it really well though he does. He's like, no, that's not right. Uh, hey, sweetie, no. If yours does, you should go to the doctor. Yeah, okay. probably get checked out. I'm not fucking Mr. Potato Head. Right. <laughs> he's like, I just like to play the Casio. I'm sorry. And he's like, <laughs> he was just enjoying an evening off. Um, <laughs> so funny. But then we're back to Dean, and he's with. Lucy and Jamie, because Lucy joined in on their date, and um, they've been drinking the bottle that Lucy had in her hand. And um, Lucy's like, you okay, Jamie? And Jamie's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine, because Dean helped, and he was so strong. And so, like, she's like... (laughs) 
just like the way she's talking is she's very clearly not doing well um and then lucy uh blots her lipstick again and then she's like are you a black belt or something to dean and dean's like starting to get kind of dizzy as well he's like already looked at jamie and been like you good and she's like i'm good <laughs> um and then he's starting to get dizzy and then he's like oh my god what did you put in our drinks um <laughs> And then he's like, it's you, it's Lucy. Like, it must be, is the shifter. And so he punches her um, and her face gets really creepy after he punches her. And then he, yeah, yeah, shifters are fragile, I guess. Um, And then he and Lucy are both, or not he he and Lucy, he and Jamie are both drugged. Um, And Dean like tries to fight her, but he can't because he passes out because he'd been drugged. I think, I think that it's really interesting that Dean knows immediately that he's been drugged. Yeah. Like yeah. he knows the effects of it. Hmm. And it seems to me like he has a prior history to this, which makes yeah. me sad. Yeah. Um, and he knows it immediately. And that's why he's like, okay, we'll have to punch Lucy right away because he knows yeah. that like soon I'm about to go going. down. Yeah. Right. And unfortunately he's yeah. too late. Yeah. On a lighter note, um, <laughs> that effect that they used when he looked down at his glass, like, I wish I looked into what that was actually called, but that was, like, really cool and felt very, like, classic, like, classic Hollywood yeah, move. Mm-hmm. But Lucy blots her lipstick again, right here at the table, Abby Jo. Yes, she does. So, yeah. important to flag every time. I just want to know how much she's, like, reapplying that lipstick that she needs right. to blot it so often. And like so much comes off every time. Yeah. She, she practically like, just takes off the lipstick every time. That's it's just like do. that's what feels like a sloppy application too. Cause if it's yeah. like, it's, I feel like that's like just the more sanitary way of doing the like, you put your finger in your mouth and like get it from the, <laughs> so it doesn't get yeah. on your teeth. Mm-hmm. So like, why is she getting that far into her lips? Like, I thought Lucy looked hot in this scene aside from her job being fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I really hot. want her hair. She has really pretty curls. Yeah, she she's does. very, very attractive. So in the next scene, Dean wakes up in new clothes. He's dressed in and the October Fest gear. <laughs> leader Hosen, yes. Leader I could Hosen. not think of the word. <laughs> um, I have known it, so. And he's strapped to a wooden table, but it's not like a table table. It's Frankenstein's no. thing, like actually. Right. Exactly. But I couldn't figure out what's called in my head a slab slab. yeah a wooden slab a wooden slab um and dracula's there and he's saying you know bride number three didn't get enough recognition which is why he took on her form when he was lucy um because she's just so pretty which she is so like he was right um dean calls him crazy obviously and the shifter says you know they're all monsters says movies are grand and elegant and we're life is small and messy and that's why he wants to imitate the movies um and dean says you do realize what happens at the end of every monster movie and the monster returns that and says ah but this is this movie is mine and in it the monster wins i'm just gonna flag that line i think it's an interesting line to say Mm -hmm. yeah um dracula is going to electrocute dean uh mr harper oh no played by Dean um but thank goodness the doorbell rings and there is an entire interaction with a very annoyed pizza delivery guy 
Yes. <laughs> so. He's he's like, can I have four more deliveries to make? Can you just pay me? <laughs> Is there garlic on this pizza? And he's like, did you fucking order garlic? Did you and he's get like, oh garlic? You know, like, he's like, I didn't make the pizza. I'm delivering the pizza. Right. Oh, Cindy, like, <laughs> I have a coupon. I, I think that's so funny. It's still in character, though. He's like, okay, fine, fine. But, but I, I do have, have a coupon. coupon. So, and you know that that delivery guy was like, "Why didn't you say that over the phone?" Right. <laughs> like, why didn't you tell us you have a coupon? I, my only note is not electrocuted again because we just talked about it. <laughs> Well, yeah. he gets electrocuted, obviously, that time. And then he gets electrocuted in Mystery Spot once. And Abby was like, this is not the first time he's been electrocuted, interestingly <laughs> enough. Um, poor guy. In the scene, I put, how do shapeshifters come about? <laughs> and I know it was answered, like, minutes later. But I said, <laughs> how do shapeshifters come about? Like, do they just appear or are they born and have to learn how to shapeshift as a baby? Um. I pictured like a shapeshift family, like two shapeshifters, birth a shapeshifter. And they're like, here, this is how, like, they're like teaching them like, oh, he shapeshifted for the first time, you know, like <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's a milestone. It's very wholesome. Um, like like yeah. first steps, babies first steps, babies first shapeshifters. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then one um, day they all just become murderers. Right. Every yeah. shapeshifter. <laughs> just, and they're like, first murder, you know? Yeah. It's not though. It's actually very sad. Yeah, <laughs> what he says in a minute. So I'm <laughs> disregard that. But it was just funny because I literally put like I never thought about the fact of like where shapeshifters like how they where they come right. from. Because like, and so I put that in my notes, and then I literally say, "Oh, never mind." That answers that question. Because we we learn from like origin stories for like different monsters and supernatural. You know, like right, and like you kind of know like how certain things like come about whether they're born that way or whether but like with a shapeshifter i was like we've seen them so many times but i just don't know yeah and now i do yeah i do want to revisit the line that beth flagged of like you know what happens at the end of every monster movie which like while technically true like the hero does tend to prevail but like the thing is like the monster always comes back like they never actually die they never actually win and like the show is proof of it like you might stop this one monster but like you didn't win because it's just going to come back in a different form yep yeah cyclical sam walks into the bar that jamie and dean and lucy were in um the bar um Mm -hmm. and (laughs) he sees that they're gone and he looks down or he calls Dean to tell them he's like, oh, Ed isn't our guy. Um, oh, because he assumed. Sorry, I was reading. I was reading. I was reading. It's OK. Because I was just assumes, wondering why it wasn't clicking. <laughs> no, you're like, good. Because um, he assumes that he went home with Jamie, that Dean went home with Jamie. I was thinking Ed went home with Jamie. <laughs> I think, no, no, no. Not Ted. Um, that yeah. wasn't right. He finally prevailed in he his finally affection. Got it. Good for him. But then Sam looks down and oh now I see lipstick. <laughs> Sam <laughs> Sam looks down, he sees that like the was it like a wine bottle or like some alcohol bottle? Like a, um is smashed on the whiskey. ground and then on the table he sees Lucy's napkin um that she blotted her lips on, which he did a double take at on mm-hmm. in like one of the first scenes so 
Um, yeah. so that's the importance of the napkin. Mm-hmm. And he immediately knows he goes, Lucy. Yeah. He knows immediately mm-hmm. it's her because she's the one who keeps doing that. Then we see Jamie and she wakes up in a room that is very castle-like, similar to where Dean is being held. And a Dracula walks in. He's like, oh, you woke up. Like, you're going to, this gown will look so good on you. You're going to put this gown on and then we're going to eat some pizza. (laughs) Okay. Um, And Jamie's like, no, I know. She's like, I don't want to play like this little game. Like, I don't want to play your little game. I just, I want to go home. And he's like, just put the gown on. She's like, no. And he says it multiple times and she's not going to do it. And so he turns to her and yells at her to put the gown on and not in a Dracula voice. And like his regular voice, he yells at her to put the gown on. Yeah. And she's scared. She she she's like I mean, yeah. he yells at her. I would be scared too. He yells. I would yeah. immediately cry. I would be bawling. I'd be like, yeah. "Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry." The room Jamie wakes up in and like the bed, it give it like really reminds me of Phantom of the Opera the movie. Like just really big time. I'm like, that is just mm-hmm. exactly where Christine wakes up and like the Phantom Also is like, like that I'm bed in. looks very comfy. So does hers. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's true. I just like, I don't, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna make you out. comfortable. Like, I'm, I'm gonna like hold you hostage and do really questionable things. But I don't want to hurt you. you. But I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna put you in a comfy bed. If yeah, in a beautiful be dress. You <laughs> so, a nice, yeah. lovely gown. You're so good on her. It does look good on her. He's so right. It does. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually um, my notes. It, when it happens i was like he was right she looks incredible in that dress unfortunately yes. <laughs> he's got taste yeah yeah her titties look great in that dress i'm not gonna lie <laughs> oh my god um i think that the use of the pizza is really interesting because oh, oh, it's... later on like pizza is gonna have a very interesting connotation in supernatural abby joe like don't even fuck it <laughs> It it really it it ends up being associated with like sex. Okay. Oh. So I think it's interesting that the framing of the pizza oh. is on this it's on this table and in the like like it's there. And then we see Jamie on the bed and we see Dracula over her. So like it's very like he's like, You're gonna change and we're gonna have we're gonna share this pizza together. They're gonna share this intimate moment together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like with future things and with mm-hmm. like paratext and all of that, um, just a very interesting scene to me. And I would like to look at it. you throwing in paratext. <laughs> I love also, that. telling someone pizza will symbolize sex. <laughs> so it crazy. already does for me. <laughs> well, it's in real life. It's technically, You're like, just, <laughs> yeah, that's just my life. Pizza. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of technically already associated with sex because, like, yeah, that happens in Lazarus. I keep like being like, "Is this like questioning whether or not Lazarus Rising has happened yet?" It has. It has, in fact, risen. It has. It The first episode of the season has, in fact, happened. Um, (laughs) So it's like it's kind of already like that's the start of the journey of like when Ruby opens the door and she's like, "Where's the pizza?" pizza. Like in her underwear. Yeah. Right. Um, So I love not picking up on things and then people pointing them out to me later. Well, you. I mean, you didn't even know that that was. No, no, no. Ruby. Yeah. 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 That's true. (laughs) Yeah. 
I didn't but even don't worry about this. Later, so. yeah. It's not going to come to fruition, um, and like fully into fruition until like season fucking fifteen. So <laughs> it's going to yeah. be a journey. <laughs> it's going to be a journey. Yeah, but, it's going to be a stop in season six, um, and then another stop in like season twelve or thirteen, I believe, and then like we reach our destination in season fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. That's um, one way to describe it. That's what y'all keep saying about Supernatural, but so far. Do we? <laughs> Do we? <laughs> sure like two seconds that? ago, I just said I hated Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. So Sam breaks in to the room Dean's in. Um, and this is when I have in my notes that his hair does not look good. And then we are back with Dracula and Jamie and Dracula is speaking in his real voice. Um, and he's like, you're the one person I didn't want to scare, but you just screamed at her. So I don't know what you thought was going to happen, but he's like, I used to, okay. I'll, so I'm going to be very honest with you. This is when I had to let Petey outside. So I wasn't watching like really closely. So <laughs> he's like, I was. Okay. Um, he's like, I used to love the movies. And Jamie's like, they aren't real and you can't make them real. This, he says, I assume, real is being born this way, different. Real is having your dad call you a monster. Um, because he talks about how his dad like hated what he was and tried to kill him in a really horrible way, which is awful. Pluto looks like they it have the entire to monologue. <laughs> No, I just, I was just going to say, I have the entire monologue written down. That's my note for this scene. I'll just the entire it. monologue. Um, I'm not going to do a dramatic reading because I'll start laughing and I'll get embarrassed. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But he just says, <laughs> like, real is being born this way, different. Real is having your dad call you monster. It's the first time you hear that word. And he tries to beat you to death with a shovel. Everywhere I ran, everywhere I tried to hide, people found me, attacked me, called me freak, called me monster. Then I found them, the great monsters. In their movies, they were strong. They were feared. They were beautiful. And now I am like them. So sorry. I didn't want this. I didn't want this shifter to die. I was like, so. Me either. After this monologue, I was like, hey, no. (laughs) Just tell them to stop killing people. Give him a warning. Yeah. Where's the warning? Yeah. It does make me question of like if he was kill- if they were killing other people in different towns or if like this was his like breaking point because like so this really to me highlights the queer coding of this monster because that is a very queer experience of like being born this way and like your parent yeah like violently rejecting you and this idea of like you're trying to hide who you are because like Mm -hmm. it's it's obviously like the the they 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 found me they attacked me like that can be like a reference to like the 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 mobs of like the old movies like frankenstein or whatever but it feels more to me like um they tried to hate crime this person Mm -hmm. because like it feels I feel comfortable saying the shifter is genderqueer because, like, we don't know, like, what, like, if they're AMAB or AFAB because, like, I right. think they're the, the first and, like, only shifter, at least for a while, that we see that shifts between genders. Um, so I think that just, like, lends to the, like, the fact that, like, they shift 
between genders very fluidly and easily. Um, like they're very comfortable like in their feminine form. They're also very comfortable in their like Dracula male form or masculine form. Um, mm-hmm. And this like they find me out. It kind of feels like um, like forced disclosure. And then like the town tries to like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's queer. It's queer. And like it yeah. kind of like relates to how like a lot of queer people find comfort in like horror and especially like the old tiny horror movies um and why horror is such a like a genre that's so popular with queer people because like we relate to the monster like we are the other and like even though like we technically get killed at the end like we always come back we always Mm -hmm. survive yeah so anyway that's my notes on the scene yeah yeah, the entire monologue also to me was just like, this is very, it's a queer it's, coming out sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so sad. It is so sad. And then after his monologue, Jamie's like, because he's like talking about the monsters um, and Jamie's like, they're lonely. Maybe you're lonely because you kill people. And he's like, maybe I kill people because I'm lonely, which is like so sad and then they hear a noise <laughs> yeah. and jamie's like dean and the shifter hits her and knocks her out so that she can't go to dean and so that he can deal with it um mm-hmm. but yeah like what a sad sad scene for the shifter i mean I just, also like, for jamie I kind of... she doesn't deserve to be yeah. taken like this but <laughs> <laughs> sad I think this is like an example of like one of those things or one of these moments in Supernatural where like whether consciously or not like calls into question like who is monster and who is human Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. what because like he's literally born this way and it wasn't like their fault because it seems like their mother was a shifter that did not disclose that to their father right and it's part of like later lore or whatever that like shifters do shift as babies mm-hmm. so like it's like that he tried to beat a baby to death with a shovel um and it's not his fault and like so it's like who's the monster in that situation the inhuman so yeah. or the human trying to kill a literal fucking baby right. or like at least a toddler like mm-hmm. yeah fuck that dad yeah yeah also like so it is so... daddy issues always yeah. daddy uh, issues on the daddy <laughs> issue show yeah <laughs> this one um <laughs> it's like so frustrating because like we're always killing shifters but like there's no reason shifters need to kill people so why don't we just like have a talk with them like I like it's different with like vampires and werewolves and like these animals that are not animals monsters that like literally need to like need blood or need like different parts of a human body that's tougher I understand like we could still work it out but like shifters there's like no reason really for them to kill people like not to live at least yeah I've been thinking about this whole episode because I was like yeah they don't need to do that so it's kind of like maybe they all just reached this breaking point that this monster did Mm -hmm. of just like maybe I kill people because I'm lonely because I can't make connections because I get run out of town because I get almost killed like yep it kind of like have to shift 
Because yeah. I feel like in the past they've made it seem like it's like on command. Like oh, yeah, they, yeah, they choose, don't, they when choose you to, to do it. Right. It doesn't just yeah. like happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it is interesting that like they are a monster that like because there's no like like I feel like, like the that's only something difference you can between them and humans is like the fact that they can just change their form. Like I don't think there's anything innately like or her- inherently violent about them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shifters are interesting. They to yeah. say the least. I like them. Me too. So Sam finds Dean. He gets him off the slab, the wooden <laughs> slab that he's um on. Um, Sam calls Dean Hansel and Dean's like, shut up. I swear to God. <laughs> Cause he's in his silly, goofy little outfit. Um, yes. they easily break I down think, the prop door. I think he liked it. Cause he likes dressing up in silly little outfits. Oh, he, he loves does. silly little outfit. He loves his silly little outfit so much. And he's just like, just don't talk about Sam. Okay. I'm yeah, enjoying yeah. this. Just let me have, I, like, I do think shorts. it's interesting because I, I, he's wearing shorts. So oh my god that's right that's like what one of three times in canon that happens and we only yeah. actually see it, it twice wow um yeah. we kind of like glossed over it but i guess the shifter redressed him you know like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah why that outfit because that's what i'm so curious about because that um i could be wrong but i don't think uh jonathan harker Where's your raincoat? <laughs> he does not. Oh. <laughs> so the shifter was like, I just think you'd look cute in this. Yeah. Yeah. I he's th- not wrong. I think they were just like, I think you have nice legs. You, you should definitely be showing those off. Yeah. Get those bow legs out. Um, Get those bow yeah. legs out. Um, also, just- uh, Jamie changes into her gown seemingly in front of the shifter like yeah he, he's still there just like watching her so that's icky um well no his his back was turned so like he was in the room which is creepy but at yeah. the very least he gave her like <laughs> the illusion of privacy he right. tried but not hard <laughs> yeah um, i'm sure sure jamie still felt very uncomfortable but he thought that he was oh, giving yeah. her privacy <laughs> He was giving her but, as yeah. much privacy as a captor can, I think. <laughs> Which, right. like, it's not yeah. right that yeah. he is that, but it makes sense. Yeah. That's um, the situation. Exactly. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> so Sam and Dean leave the room. They break down the prop door because they think it's not a prop door. And it just completely falls apart. <laughs> um, and so they're like, all right, That's let's go. Stuck on Sam's leg. <laughs> Very funny. Yes. Um. They go find Dracula and Jamie. Um, Sam goes in first and Dracula throws him through the prop walls. And he also calls him Van Helsing, um, saying he'll never win. Then Dean gets in and him and Dracula fight. And when Dean goes for the gun, Dracula knocks him to the ground and he's going to attack him. But then, unfortunately, he's shot by Jamie and the gun has silver bullets in it. So that's what kills shifters. And... (laughs) True to his personality, Dracula has the most dramatic death mm-hmm. monologue ever, um, saying that he it was beauty that killed the beast. Um, the shifter, like saying like perhaps this is how the movie should have end should end, and then he just dies in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Jamie's there with a gun in her hand, being like, "I just did that. I just killed something." 
someone. See, I feel like if they had just gotten the shifter, I'm just going to call them Lucy. I feel like they've just gotten Lucy some therapy instead of killing them. Yeah. Um, Things could have worked out better. Therapy. Well, yeah, everybody needs therapy, but (laughs) Lucy, the shifter did not have to die. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. It like genuinely made me really sad. Yeah. Um, but I think that's kind of like a, I don't know. I gotta watch these movies, but I kind of feel like sometimes, like in these movies, it's not necessarily like celebrated when the monster dies, mm-hmm. or like the people who connect with the monster, like we're not gonna feel triumph. Like it is like a, it didn't have to be this way. Like this is very sad. Um, yeah and I'm glad at least like the show kind of acknowledged that of like allowing him them to like feel like grieve themselves in the moment Mm -hmm. definitely yeah I do admire their commitment to the the accent though yes (laughs) like through to the end using that accent the end yeah. Have you guys watched the originals? Abby has. Abby has. That's the uh that's that's Camille's uncle. Oh, Dracula. So the... Priest? Mm-hmm. Kieran, he father Kieran. Fantastic Kieran. eyebrows. Oh my gosh, how did him. I how did I know? I, I was expecting you to clock that. it. I know. Me of all people. Wow, I thought you were the Vampire Diaries girly. On well, the I've watched Vampire Diaries like seven times, but I've only seen the originals once all the way through, so maybe that's why. Okay, it's the next day, um, and we see Dean is kissing Jamie goodbye, um, and Sam's just like awkwardly standing in the background, as he does often. <laughs> so awkward. Um, and Jamie thanks both of them, and, and Dean's like, hero gets the girl, monster gets the, the gank. Does that mean like this? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. He's yeah. like all, all in a ha- like all in all happy ending with a happy ending, and Sam's like, ew, ew rolling his <laughs> eyes. He's like, I don't want to hear that. And he's like, you know, the shape like the shifter had a point about movies though. Like, that's a cool idea. I love that he like thinks that this is like he's like he had a thing. He like, I wouldn't pick monster movies. And Sam's like, yeah, I know what movies you would, what movie you would pick. And he's like, no, you don't. And he says, Porky's too. And Dean just looks at him. He's like, fucking oh, guess. Yeah. The end? And question mark. The end. The end. The yeah. end title. Question mark. Question mark. Because it's, it's not, unfortunately. It? The boys because got a lot more to to deal with. <laughs> the monster never dies, really. So true. Yeah. So true. What is the episode after this? Um, Yellow fever. Yellow fever. Oh my god, that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I have such a love hate relationship with that episode. Yep. It is one of of my. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? So tell me what it's about, Pluto. (laughs) Oh no! Wait, don't. She's trying to get you to spoil it. I was just gonna say it has one of my favorite um, bloopers in the entire mm. series. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And Abby will see that when we finish season four. <laughs> so, um, Abby, Joe, 
Next week's episode is called Yellow Fever. We already talked about that. So what do you think is going to happen? Some type of disease. Okay. Um, I'm thinking similar to, not similar, but like kind of the same concept of like, um, I'll give it, what is it called? Um, in season one. Oh, Croatoan. Yes, similar, like not that, but similar to that. Where like, What's I mean, obviously season? that was like it's done in season two. Season. Yeah, oh two. Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I didn't remember. <clears throat> and I knew though. Um, and similar to that, because like I know that one was like technically done by a demon, but like not done by a demon, but like right similar mm-hmm. vibes. Okay, mm-hmm. so you Apocalypse think it's that kind of type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, this episode that we just talked about had a lack of cast, and the last episode had a lack yeah. of cast. Yeah. So annoyed. Cast should have been in the episode. Cast should be in every episode. Yes. Um, Abby Joe, do you think Cass will be in the next episode? I'm going to start I asking want, you that each time. I want him to be in the next episode. Okay, well, we want him to be in all of them, but do you think he's going to be? I mean, it's a 50-50. I'm just going to say yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking so hard about it that it's not yes or no question. All right. We shall see. We shall see. We shall. Um, thank you so much, Pluto, for yes. joining us on this episode. It's been very fun, even though you called me a freak for liking <laughs> gummy bears and not pickles. That was my favorite part, maybe. So Yeah, me too. I was... I was just cosplaying as the shifter's dad. Um, right. <laughs> oh, no. I'm glad that's as far as it went. <laughs> yeah, me too. It could have been much worse. <laughs> so, Pluto, would you like to plug any of your socials where people can find you? Anything like that? Um, you can find me uh, on TikTok uh, at Spidey High Lady. Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at E6E65 Gwen Stacy or Queerbait Scholar. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but like even if you just type Queerbait into the Twitter search bar, um, at least before Elmo took over, um, I will still just pop up randomly. I could be talking about anything, but since I have Queerbait in my dislike name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't really use any other social media. So that is about it. <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah. You should, everyone should definitely go follow Pluto at all their socials. Their TikToks are very fun and informative sometimes. So fun and sometimes. Well, sometimes they're not informative. Sometimes, sometimes you're just being like silly goofy. <laughs> or sometimes I'm just like yelling up. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, actually, I'm not going to be informative because you're being a dick. So you don't right. deserve this information. Exactly. There's a nice yeah. balance of it. Um, I yeah. have a good time. Yeah. Regardless of what vibe it is, I have a good time. So and that's yeah, it's important. probably about Paratex. Exactly. Paratex, Paratex, yeah. Paratex. Um, Paratex, Paratex, Paratex. If you'd like to follow the podcast, we are on tiktok and twitter mostly um join our discord it's a fun place to be it's the fastest place to give us feedback on the episodes and if you have any negative things to say that's fine you can send them to lawboy at stanford.edu yeah. that's where we get all of our negative emails I'm on um, 
I was just Otherwise, about you... to ask if that was a real email, but then I remember that was Sam. <laughs> Sam. Yeah. Sam takes care of all of our negative emails. He's yeah. our guy. <laughs> He's our guy. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much. And we will be ne- back next week with Yellow Fever. Bye. 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 You've been listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural rewatch podcast hosted by Beth, Hannah, and Abby Joe. If you have anything kind to say or want to give us your comments on this episode, you can email us at raisingperdition at gmail.com. If you have complaints, concerns, or general nasty things to say, guys, send them to lawboy at stanford.edu. We don't like the negativity. You can find us on Twitter and Hive at at rperditionpod, on Tumblr at at raisingperditionpod, and on TikTok at at raisingperdition. Thanks for listening.